This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What is a medium? Mediums connect with those who have passed over in the spirit realm and individuals where they have one foot in the physical world, one foot on their side. They're able to bridge that connection, hence a medium. Is there a unique reference that you would actually have some sort of rock of her? Oh, now that, oh my God, that's so crazy. I gave my mom a, a rock when she was here. I'm just hearing it in a way of just like, mi princesa, mi princesa. Oh my God, those are the words. Like she would always call me princess. What up, guys? Welcome to Cheekies and Chill. I'm your host, Cheekies. I hope you all had a really great weekend and you're starting your week off strong. Today's episode is probably going to be a little intense. That's because I'm talking to a medium. We'll be talking about how it all works. And also, I'll be getting a reading. I hope you guys are ready for this episode because I sure am. This is Cheekies and Chill. Okay, so today's guest is AJ Barrera, or AJ Barrera, como gusten. He's a psychic medium and intuitive counselor based in Los Angeles. He's been doing this for about 20 years, and so I'm really looking forward to talking to him. AJ, first of all, I, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. I know we talked a while ago. I mean, our, my first reading was my mom was still here. Right, correct. Right? Yeah, that was several years ago. What year was that? I think that was 010 or 011, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you went to our house in Encino. You were part of the reality show as well. And I think that's when you were the first one that mentioned that my stepdad, Juan, who had passed in, in 09, was in the house and doing little travesuras <laughs> and just wanted to let us know that he was there. The kids right. were like, we were all freaking out. We're like, oh my God, how does he know that we hear things? <laughs> that is so crazy. It, it, it's, so, it's so amazing because at the time I had my show from beyond that would air, I think before, after your, your guys' show. So yes. it was weird because it was kind of like the way it presented itself. And I wasn't sure if you guys were going to be open to it. And when the producer reached out to me and mentioned that, and I said, well, they're open and receptive to it. And just with all the different things that were happening within your home the energies. It was just really interesting to see how things kind of uh, orchestrated and the reading kind of took place in its own very organically. Yes. So it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> 
It was, we were in my mom's office, I remember, and you looked at me and you said that I had no idea what was coming in my future. You told me all kinds of things. And I was like, whoa. I mean, we never thought my mom would leave us and things would play out the way they have. But like uh, everything that you said was like, whoa. (laughs) Now I look back and I think back because I mean, thank goodness we have the reality show. We can look back and and see those moments. It's just like, my goodness. First of all, let's, let's start off with, Can you explain to us for the listeners that may not know what a medium is? Like, what is a medium? Yeah, absolutely. So there is a difference between a psychic and a medium. So some people are just mediums where they connect with those who have passed over in the spirit realm. And those individuals where they have one foot in the physical world, one foot on the other side, where they're able to bridge that connection, hence a medium. Then you have a psychic who actually works with tarot cards, crystals. They predict the future, give you guidance, and so on and so forth. So there are individuals that focus just on psychic work and mediumistic Mm -hmm. work. As for me, I do both psychic and mediumship work, which is intuitive guidance and connecting with those who have passed over. Okay, perfect. And and is there a way of like learning this or is this something that you're born with? I, I love that you asked that question. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. think that, that you're born with this a gift or this ability. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always tell people it's an ability more so than a gift because okay. we, all are, we all are intuitive. We all have that gut feeling. We all have that intuition, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, being sensitive. So If you ever had a moment in your life that, say, for instance, that you are doing a a business deal and all of a sudden your gut tells you like, "Ah, this doesn't feel right, or you're going to make a move to a new home, it doesn't feel right. You're listening to that intuition and that's what we need to pay attention to. So what I do, I hold workshops, classes, and so on and so forth to teach people how to do this work because I'm only one person. So we can have hundreds or thousands more people out there that can heal the world and give people advice and give the people the guidance. It's something that we can tap into. But it really starts with ethics, grounding, meditation, the foundation of mediumship, which is really being respectful to people's work. And a lot of people will tell me like, hey, can you tap into this person's energy? And I would tell them absolutely not because it's being disrespectful. It's not being ethical and not to be personal. when, When you know, people come into this work, they take one workshop, they take one class, and they think like, oh, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium. It takes years to develop that ability and to recognize it. So with you, you're, you're very sensitive, and just in general as a person, but you mm-hmm. also vibrate this beautiful green energy. And typically that green energy is like the humanitarian, the fix-it person, the therapist, like you always mm-hmm. want to make things right, but you really mm-hmm. don't know how to make things right for yourself to focus on the things <laughs> that make sense for you. So yes. with you, it's there's there's a sense of trying to bring balance in, but you really don't know how to do it. Even though you you want to do it, you don't know how to do it. So it's really recognizing what your gut and what spirit is telling you. And I think just development mm-hmm. over time is like, the brain is like a muscle. The more that you work with it, the stronger and better that it gets. Yeah, I, I call it my sixth sense. I'm like, yes. you know what? I always thank God. I'm like, thank you for my five senses and my sixth sense because I'm very intuitive. <laughs> I, I can feel certain energies. I feel like if I were to stop honestly drinking and maybe smoking a little weed because I, I smoke weed at night sometimes. <laughs> so I feel like if I were to just <laughs> cleanse myself and maybe become like vegetarian, like I will be like vibrating at a different level. And I feel like I can develop it more. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes a part of it's kind of like a little like, maybe I'll wait a little bit. (laughs) But I know I have it in me. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But I think at the same time, people are are fearful. They're fearful of the unknown. They're fearful of like not knowing how to turn it on or off or tap into it. So it's Mm -hmm. really, again, just having that balance and understanding the process. I, I come from a Catholic background, one heaven, one hell on that judgment day, you go to that place. So for me, my parents weren't really big believers in this work. They thought I was taboo. So 
I've been doing this work for 20 years now. So when I started doing this work on radio stations here, here in LA, my mom thought it was a phase. So she goes, oh, it's just a phase. It's just a phase. I go, mom, I've been doing this work for like 20 years now. It's not a phase anymore. This is like what I do. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. again, the more that you recognize it, Cheekies, I think it's going to be such an easy process to resonate with the subtle signs because we expect to get these big almighty signs from the other side. And sometimes they're very subtle it's a thought, it's a feeling, it's a sense, it's a smell. It's a little different things. If we mm-hmm. recognize that, then we can gradually develop that ability. And you said you started this work 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and how, yeah. how did you know? What happened where you're like, okay, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what makes me happy or I don't know. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So interesting background with with my work. I I never had a near-death experience. I never had like something that traumatized me. I never lost anyone close to me as a young individual. So for me, it was more so curiosity than anything else. I was very curious about the afterlife, the beyond psychics and mediums. I grew up watching Idrima Genie, Bewitched, The X-Files, The Unexplained, you know, The Twilight Zone, like all these different shows that made me want to understand, I guess, the woo-woo stuff, if you will. Because you know what? I grew up watching certain talk shows, and I'm sure you have. You're not that much older. I think younger. I think you're younger than me, if I'm not mistaken. So we had talk shows like Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Jenny Jones, Vicky yes. Lake, all these different people, uh-huh. and they had psychics and mediums on television shows where they place people in the audience and they had them like read different things and so on and so forth. So I thought it was all set up, like it was all placed, like oh, this is all like an act, basically. So. I kind of went on my own journey when I was in sixth grade, which is at a very young age. And I started working with tarot cards. It's actually the writer's deck, one of the original decks that I recommend to people if they're interested in tarot to work with that. So I started working with tarot cards from sixth grade to eighth grade. And I was explaining, giving readings to people in junior high. And so people thought I was the weird kid, obviously. I wasn't very popular at all. I was definitely the weird kid. (laughs) But, you know, so I, I, I can look back now and make fun of myself and see like, oh my God, what was I doing back then? Because it wasn't something that was really talked about back then. It was really looked as taboo, the devil's work, evil, so on and so forth. So having that understanding, it was really trying to bring that balance. I think for me, my freshman year, when I met my high school teacher, and she's actually a medium who I still talk to like on a weekly basis. And uh, she is a medium. And she told me that I had the ability to communicate with the other side. I did not know that. All I knew, I was able to read energy, like psychic Uh energy. Like I was able to sense things and read things and predict things that were coming up. So I started working with her for four years. I had her for AP art, science, biology, for everything because I wanted to know everything. I was like a sponge. I absorbed everything that I wanted to do. So I really didn't take any classes. It was more of a natural ability that came to me and understanding because, I mean, some of the books I had behind me in my garage, in my other office, I have so many books from when I started this work to help me understand it. And I love reading about this work because I see Mm -hmm. myself as an internal student of this work. So um, we'll never know everything about this work. Even as I get older, I learn new development, new frame of references of how I work. But for me, that that was, yeah, because like you cannot know everything. And I always tell people I can and will be wrong in reading. I I can admit that. I am not like need to toot my horn and say like, it has to be this way, has to be that way. Like you have to accept that because if you're working from a place of ego, you're not working from a place of love. And you need to work from a place of love when you do this work, because if you're working with that vibration, that's what you want to give back out to the client, to the individual or whoever you're talking to, because they're there to heal. And we all heal differently in our own ways. And we all grieve differently. Some of us take a year, five years, 10 years. There's no time frame on healing. There's no timeline. So it's us being patient with it. But for things that happen and real quick to backtrack with with high school, worked with my mentor, Ellen Marin, for four years. 
And then at age 19 and a half, I landed a gig with Coast 103.5 in Burbank. So I landed oh, a contract yeah. with them. And I was on the, on the show from 7 to midnight in a radio show called Angels in Waiting. They took me in studio and said, hey, let, let's check out this guy. They saw a kid that was there and they were like, what is this mm-hmm. kid going to do? So they had me come in the studio. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I was so nervous. I've never done live radio, never done anything like that. And they had me read, like basically screen me to read for six different people, like all over New York, Kansas, whatever, via phone, because everything that I do is work about energy. It's about a person's voice. So one thing led to another and I did a gig. And then from there on, I went to K-Big, which is now My FM and Kiss FM, Hot 92 Mm -hmm. Jams. And things just kind of took off. I wasn't planning to do this work. My background, honestly, was to be a firefighter, to be in law enforcement. Now I work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But now here's a beautiful part. Now I teach classes with departments and I teach them with detectives and I teach them how to do this work, but also we work with detectives, high ranking. I'm not going to say the department because there's a lot of red tape around it, but with different departments that we teach intuitives how to work with law enforcement, because you have to think of us like when we work on missing persons and homicide cases, I'm just like a dog, like a canine, like a diver dog. I sniff out the information and the detective needs to figure out how to do it. You know what I mean? So for me, it's about really learning the work. And I've been blessed and fortunate because now I work with small and large departments, law enforcement companies and cold cases. So it just kind of became full circle years later. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to tell you, it came full circle. (laughs) That's so awesome. Do you know roughly how many readings you've done? Well over 15,000. Is it something that you can turn off? For instance, if you're just hanging out, you're at a dinner, do you start getting feelings from someone like, hey, or anything like that? I mean, yes and no. It has happened a couple of times. But for me, like there again, there's ethics with it. So when I clock in, basically, I'm working. So meditation and prayer, even when I do any interviews, radio, whatever I do, I meditate, pray, and I just, you know, be the vessel for the instrument of spirit, basically. And when I'm done, I shut down my chakras. I shut down and do prayer. Thank God. Thank spirit for allowing me to do what I do. It's always giving thanks and being respectful of the process, regardless if I don't know what's going to happen in an interview or in Mm -hmm. an event or so on and so forth. I need to allow it to happen. So you can't keep that battery always on because what's going to happen? It's going to eventually going to drain and you can't exactly. recharge it quickly enough. And so you have to be respectful of the body and what the body is telling you. And there's times that I've done events where I'm like at this high, like vibrating mm-hmm. so high, but I feel tired at the same time. So it's really right. learning to say, check yourself first before anything else, because you can't always just be around doing readings. Okay. Well, with that being said, Would you be open to giving me a reading right now? Are you on right now? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prinze Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie... We know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. 
They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every client's different. Every person's different on what they're looking for. If it's mediumistically, if it's about connecting with spirit, or if it's connecting with your energy in general. So are you open and receptive to everything? I am open and receptive to everything. Okay. So if I can ask you, what, what's your birth month and your birth date? 626. So what I'm doing is I'm working with numerology real quick. So when we break down your information, you break down to a 20. So 20, you break down two plus zero equals two. So you're a two vibration. So what's interesting about okay. a two vibration, this year is all about patience. It's all about calming down for what you need to focus on. What's interesting, the last three years for you have been very heavy weight, like very heavy lifting that you needed to do. And it's about coming into play about being responsible for yourself. What I do see what's interesting with you is that this is going to be a year for you to focus on kind of like having this hall pass to kind of relax and do the things that you need to do in your own personal life. Not so much relating to career because you're so driven of what you need to do. It's hard for you to take a back seat and focus on the needs for cheekies for yourself because you're always like this motor vibrating and moving in this direction saying, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. And the moment that you sit down, it's kind of like crap. Like, what do I, what can I work on next? What can I do next? So it's about you Mm -hmm. really being patient with that vibration and focusing on the things that you need to do for yourself. What's interesting here is that I don't want to be too personal, but I am going to ask you, I don't know if you are currently in a relationship, but are you currently in a relationship? If you don't mind me asking. I am. Okay, so when we look at that vibration, it's going to be about you focusing for this year about focusing on relationships, focusing on communication and focusing on the things that you need to do. So it's going to be about presenting it this year. I feel like that for an interesting reference, I don't know if if last year, if you were in that relationship, but to me, it makes me feel like this year is very significant for you to focus on really bridging that gap. And what's interesting, there's going to be a very unique reference, what I'm being shown energetically, which lets me know that there is going to be a sense of you not jumping into like, oh, we're going to move in. We're going to get married. We're going to do this. I think it's going to be a reality check for you to kind of say like, okay, do I really take a step back and really move into this vibration and this relationship very calmly, very smoothly? Because the challenges that you had is really with your heart chakra. 
you give too much energetically, mm-hmm. you put everything out there energetically. So it's about being protected at that same nature. What I do need to bring right. up here with you is I feel like that you have a lot of guidance that is coming through from the spirit realm. So if it's your loved ones, if it's from your guides, I feel like it's important for you to recognize this. What we do need to bring up here, and I may be mistaken in the process because I'm going to go in a direction here. There's a sense that I see with when we look at the relationship vibration here, there's a sense that I don't want to say there's difficulty, but it seems like it's about really you kind of vibrating to his energy. And I don't know how this is make sense to you. I don't know if there's a sense of him like being private or closed off or whatever it is, but there's a sense of kind of saying like, I respect my woman, I respect my woman, but I don't want to be present with my woman, if that makes sense. It's almost like, I don't want that. Uh-huh. I want to say limelight, but there's a sense of that, that I feel like there's a sense of like being respectful to the process in you. So if there is going to be some seat bumps uh-huh. that you guys are going to go through, which is normal with any relationship, I feel like spirit is going to be working with you. Now, what I do want to go into is relating to more so the vibration of spirit in general. And what's interesting here, because when I bring this up here, and I, I am just going to be very direct with everything, and I hope you don't mind where I'm going with this. Absolutely. Obviously, mom is in spirit. Obviously, I know that we know that. And I do need to recognize this. And I'm going to give you everything, either how I feel. And you may ask questions. And I'll be honest, like, cheekies, I'm not feeling it. I'm not sensing it. But what I can tell you vibrationally is I just get immediately, like, blackness to my head, which is more symbolism. It doesn't mean, like, a physical injury. It doesn't mean that. But it lets me know that her soul and her spirit immediately left the body before impact. I do not feel like there's a sense of recognizing what was going on because to me, everything feels very blurry and it feels like there's a sense of Mm -hmm. being at peace. There's not a moment of being afraid, which is weird. It's like a calm energy. And you would think that someone in that situation or individuals in that situation would be fearful, but it's a sense of like coming to a calmness. It's like the calm before the storm. I don't know if your mom would have known her destiny because I don't predict, I don't play God, I don't do any of that, but there's a sense with her that she wants to recognize more so her love and her gratitude towards you because there wasn't that opportunity to verbally communicate that with you. And I feel like it's important for you to hear it from her, not from me as a medium, but from your mom, because there's a sense of understanding and accepting your mom's transition but there's a sense that still makes there there's a brick wall as if I never really got, it's not an apology, but it's a sense of being validated and being accepted. And your mom wants to make sure that you understand that she appreciates you then and she appreciates you now because there's a sense that she wants to put you on a beautiful pedestal in her way for what you have done, not only after her transition, but more so kind of making yourself as like, I got to be in charge. I got to do yeah. this. And you took life by the by the horns or by the rain, if you will. And you kind of like got to do what you got to do. I do need to bring something interesting. And I don't know if you know this, but I don't speak a lot of Spanish at all whatsoever. So it might come out it's very okay. crappy. <laughs> it's okay. So here's the thing. I, I feel like there's a sense like I'm just hearing it in a way of just like, if I'm saying it correctly, like me, princesa, me, princesa. Like I keep on hearing over and over and over again. And she just wants to put this little tiara, like this crown on you as like, you're still my little girl. Even though you're an adult, in front of me mm-hmm. and to your mother, there's a sense that she wants to pay that respect to you in a very beautiful way to recognize mom will always be with you. She will always be guiding you because there's moments that I know, Cheekies, that you're very spiritual. Hence, you could be very religious at the same time. But I know 
you know, your mom is with you. Yeah. You know that your mom is guiding you, but also accepting that. And it's not about apologizing because your mom is laughing, saying that she would never really apologize to be quite frank. So uh-huh. this is not a woman that would really apologize, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like it's her way of making peace and kind of clearing the air that yeah. she wants to happen here with you because it's something that you need to hear from her. There's also a reference that she's showing to me that I feel like I might misinterpret. Would you understand why she would actually show me like say, oh my God, I'm seeing like a bunch of material. So did you somehow put pieces of material together for your mother? Or like you somehow did like some sort of quilt or you did some sort of blanket? I don't know what yes. it is, but uh-huh. there's something that she a wants blanket. to say, thank you for honoring her or thank you for doing this. So what's the reference? Yeah, yeah I've, I've made a lot of, of blankets that I travel with, that I sleep with, that I, I make, that have her pictures and pictures of her and I together. Okay. There might be a a very specific one that I do need to bring up here. There would be one that I'm seeing that would be more of her items. Like say, I don't know, her shirt, her jacket. I don't know what it is, but it feels very personal that she wants to say thank you for that one specifically. So I don't know how that makes sense for you, but she wants to thank you for doing that because she definitely wants to recognize that she's still your guardian, your protector in that sense when she comes through. There's also Mm -hmm. a sense that I keep on hearing her as like saying, continue to kind of be like, a chingona, like a badass, because I feel Uh like that's something that your mom wants you to do is support you on this level of that you need from her. I want to make sure that you understand this from her, not from me, is that you've always had that support from your mother, even in the moments that you felt like you didn't have it from her. And I feel like that when she brings it up here, it was her way of giving you the sense of tough love, giving Mm -hmm. the sense of respect that you need it because there's a sense with mom's energy is that when she shifts my awareness, there's a sense that you're able to truly be on your own. And I feel like that you were always on your own though, in a very interesting way. And I feel like that she never meant to give you the responsibility because I really believe that you truly made sacrifices when only your mom was here, but also when she transitioned. And I feel like it's important when she brings this up here is that she never got to thank you as often as she should have when she was here in the physical realm. And I feel like that she wants to thank you today for doing the things that you had to do for her in the physical realm, but also after she transitioned. You you may have to, I don't, I'm going to get personal with something and I, I might be wrong on this. When we bring up mom or say the energies around you guys, is there something we need to look at like now relating to like say your mom say on a financial situation that we need to look at with her or with you guys, like meaning that is there like a big decision that needs to be done? Or did you guys just make like a major decision with her? I don't know her, I don't say her things, but it seems like more of like yeah. her legacy. We did. We, we just, yeah, we, we are going through like a transition right now. My sister is now the, the trustee of her estate. So okay. we have been finding out certain things and it's been pretty disappointing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I want to be personal again, but to me, there's a sense of what's the word I want to use? Like ego that's involved with these individuals. Okay, right. And it's not that your mom is upset, but it's kind of like, why? It's more of a question of why, why? why? And I feel like there's a sense as if she wants to orchestrate things in the right way to kind of put things in order when it comes down to say the business or the estate or whatever it is. Like, I feel like there's a sense of it. It seems very difficult and it feels like the cookie has crumbled. So whatever happened in the trustee or beneficiary, all that stuff, I feel like it's happening the way that it needs to be done. But I feel like it's making sure that it's a sense of accepting what needs to happen. And I just feel like, again, there's a sense of a hand in the cookie jar or the sense of 
what can I benefit? What can I get out of it? And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like your mom does not like in a way right. of saying like, let's make sure everything is put together because I just feel like that in my gut, it just makes me feel like that it's not done right. And I just feel like it needs to move in a direction that spirit sees it, that her soul sees it in the right way. I'm going to shift directions in a very interesting way. And I do need to acknowledge something. I don't know where she's going with this, but there's a sense with you of how she's showing you or how she's showing herself with you. So I may totally misinterpret something, but is there a unique reference that you would actually have some sort of like a rock of her or some sort of paperweight of her or some sort I don't know what it is but okay. is there some sort of reference to like a a weight thing or a rock thing that we need to bring up here I don't know I would have to think about it and to me it feels like there's a smooth surface to it like a smooth surface to it like almost like a smooth rock or like a, I, don't, I don't know like a river rock there's something with this that she's bringing up here okay well now that oh my god that's so crazy There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good. And I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I gave my mom a a rock before, and there was something written to her on there that I would, it was like, I would always say that she was my rock. 
So I gave it to her when she was here. It, it was she put it on her desk. Oh my god, okay. that's so crazy. <laughs> okay, I just want to let you know that she has that rock with her in spirit. She is still oh your rock, my god. and she still wants to recognize that because I just feel like there's a sense of her of just being very proud of you, and I feel like that in a very beautiful way that she kind of spiritually wants to hand it back as if now you're the rock for everyone else. So I wow. just feel like it's her way thanking you again for doing the things that you did for her. But now what she's going to do for you is pull some strings from the spirit realm to help you lead in the right direction where you need to be. Because I feel oh. like your mom really wants the best for you, regardless of like anything that you feel or maybe thought of, like it's all like residual and old energy that she does not want you to focus on. And I think okay. it's so important for you to really kind of thrive in that moment and saying, thanks, mom. Thanks for being here with me. Thank you for recognizing okay. me. And I feel like there's a moment of you of having that peace of mind because my impression, it's not anything that we need to bring up here as the event that caused your mom's passing. She doesn't want to emphasize on that. She doesn't want to focus on that because that's not really an important sense of what we need to talk about. It's more so the healing and moving forward from that, that needs to happen here with you and the family. And like, as I mentioned earlier in this interview, we all grieve differently. It could be a year, it could be five years, it could be so many years. We all grieve differently. I just feel like in some ways that there's a sense of coming to terms of being at peace, but it's not letting go of mom. And I feel like there might be fear of letting go of mom of those emotions, because if you let go of mom, she's not going to be around you. I feel like it's right. letting go of the toxicity, the emotions, all that stuff, knowing yes. that she will always be in your heart and recognizing that feeling and recognizing that moment. I do need to bring something up in a very interesting way. Did you recently have like a fall or did you fall down your stairs or is there some sort of fall that I need to bring up here? I don't know what she's no. bringing up here, but okay. Make note to your footing or to getting out of the car or getting out off the stairs or walking out the front yard. I don't okay. know what it is, but there's something about your footing that I feel like she's trying to acknowledge, like be careful, be cautious, whatever it is. So say for instance that you have tile floors. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's her way okay. kind of giving you a projection and a very positive light. I don't want to say it's anything of an accident or anything of that nature, but I feel like there's something funny about it about okay, the situation okay. so if there's going to be other people that are going to evolve here it feels like there's more of that moment that she's kind of like guiding you and protecting you in that situation that she wants to bring up here there's okay. a reference that i be maybe mistaken here and i don't know how to describe this but i'm going to do my best to interpret this i don't know how this is going to make sense to you at all whatsoever but there's an interesting reference that she's bringing up here that we need to identify after her transition after her passing. And I don't know if it means like several years later, a day after her passing, but okay. would you understand during the time of the event that occurred, she's making herself known to me in a way saying that she made herself known to you, like in spirit, like in a yeah. way of saying that I'm safe, I'm okay. I don't know what that looks yes. like to you if that was more so a physical sign, a dream. But she wants to make sure that whatever happened in this event, it was her way letting you know that she made it safe and that she went to heaven. And I feel yes. that she wants to make sure that you understand that message. So what is the sign or what is the reference that she's bringing up here? Yeah, that's absolutely right. It was a few days after she had passed and I had left my grandmother's house because I just needed to take a drive. Everyone was there. It was hectic. And I drove out. Everything was fine. But when I came back to go back to my grandma's house, they had closed off the street. So I thought, how am I going to do this? There was a bunch of media and fans. And I said, how am I going to get off the car and try to get my car under this to get through to my grandma's? And magically, I swear to you, like the little 
it was like a string of some sort lifted high enough for me to go under. And I was like, Oh my God, that's like, that's my mom. That was like the first time I had felt it. And then I had a moment when I knew she was gone, gone. I was in the restroom. I was holding a picture of hers and I heard it clearly. Like you are going to have to be strong. You're going to have to tell your siblings that I'm not coming home. Cause we still had hope that she was going to come home. So I felt her and I heard her voice to the point where I just cried and cried and cried. And I cried so much Mm -hmm. that I just, after I got out of that restroom, I was like, okay, I have to tell my siblings that she's not going to come home. I have to tell Johnny and I have to be strong from that moment forward. It's like, I knew she's fine. She's at peace. This is how things had to happen. And now it's, I feel like my turn to step forward and be like, okay, this is what I prepared you for all of your life is to be here for these kids. So those two things I'll never forget because there were moments of like, oh, she's here with me. She's okay. Wow. Like so much respect to you and to your family. And again, that is just a beautiful message. As much as we don't want to think that way in a way, knowing that we we lost an individual or they're gone, that is a personal experience that no one can take away from you. That moment in the restroom, that moment of that happening, no one can take that away from you. I feel like it's just your mom's way validating those experiences and how that looks like to you. It was her way letting you know, again, that she's safe. She's okay. Yeah. Now she's turning over the leaf to you to kind of pass the baton, pass it over that you need to mm-hmm. focus on that because for your energy, again, it, it's kind of like the weight that you take on. But I feel like at the same time, it's really about bringing in that balance that you need in your own life. And balance is going to be so important for you. Again, not only with business, relationships, self-help, it's going to be an important year for you because I feel like moving into a transition of 2023, it's going to be more so a sense yeah. of like really kind of focusing on then family, focusing on then financials, focusing on that. So there, there, which is, we're literally right around the corner of 2023, which is crazy to even think about. But I feel like that your mom wants to really spiritually embrace you. Like she wants to give you this big spirit hug because I feel like physical touch is so important for you to have, but more important to have it from your mom, because I feel like that she wants to make sure that I verbally say, I love you. Like, I feel like like the quiero mucho, the quiero mucho. I feel like it's important for her to give that love to you and pay that respect Again, because there wasn't that opportunity for her to physically and verbally communicate that with you. And I just feel like that you make sure that you have it in your heart and you carry that love and that vibration, regardless of whatever feelings that you've had then or what you have now. It's more so it's all water on the bridge is my impression that your mom is giving it to you. Like, we're good. We're cool. Everything's fine. And I think that's important for you to walk away with and understand those messages. Yeah. Obviously, if you want to ask questions or anything in general, you feel free if there's something that you want to ask or throw out there. More than anything, I just kind of wanted to see what she had to say and what you did say right now about me thanking her and thanking her for being here with me and stuff. Like, I, I don't think I've done enough of that. Like I speak to her, but it's different. I think for a long time I was upset because of the mess that was left and I, I had to clean it up and I was a little bit resentful. Obviously still missed her and everything, but in, in my heart, I felt for like a long time, I was just mad. There are moments that come back and I'm just like, oh, I get like frustrated. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's just, I'm glad you're reminding me of saying, you know what? I think things are going to change even for the better if I start thinking her more because I know that she's pulling strings. I know she's opening doors. Like I know it for a fact that she's with me, with us, and she's taking care of my siblings and I and giving me the strength. But I just want to say thank you more than anything because I'm like, oh my God. And those are the words. Like she would always call me princess. So (laughs) it's like, I still, 
I think I'm like, I know that I'm like a woman now, but I still want to be your baby. Uh-huh. And that's so funny that you say that because I'm like, oh my God, that's all I ever want. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it, it's such a beautiful thing to, again, recognize and, and feel that vibration. Like I have chills and chills for me are always confirmation and validation of what you're speaking about. And it just lets me know that I want you to continue to build that relationship with your mother. One thing, and, and I don't want to be direct, but I am going to be very direct. You need to understand from her, again, not from me as a medium, that she never, she never, ever meant to abandon you guys. Ever. Yeah. And I need to make sure that you and the family understand that in their own way or in your own way. Because I feel like that sense when mom left is the best word we're going to use, that her soul checked out her spirit checked out, not her energy, not who she was as a woman, because if there was anything that she could do to come back to this physical realm, she would have made it happen in a a medical way to come back. But since the event happened in such a tragic way, again, her soul left the body, their souls left their body because I don't even feel there's a sense of an impact or something happened. I can tell you during an event, I remember sitting at at a restaurant when I heard the news and my cell phone was blowing up from different people from networks and this Mm -hmm. and that and i refuse refuse to talk with anyone anything social this and that and i still this is my first time ever talking about it is on your show because i respect you and the family so much and i never talked about it because it's not my place and i need to be respectful of the process because it's me invading someone's privacy and i never ever wanted to do that to you or your family nor ever talk about it because it wasn't my business it wasn't my place and i feel like that you know how things come in full circle in a very beautiful way here today is again respect the process and i feel like your mom and you at least allowed me to be here today to maybe orchestrate this and help bridge that gap and i respect you your yeah. team your producers everyone else god spirit that orchestrated this because by you thank your mom and by you talking to her it's, it's okay. And it's okay for you yeah. to be angry. It's okay for you to be upset because she's not going to be upset. It's more so what we're feeling. And that's part of the process. Right. So in those moments that you need to thank your mom and say, thanks mom for showing up. Thanks mom for guiding me. She's again, she's very much with you. So anytime you think about mom, she's right mm-hmm. there with you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Honestly, this, it made me feel a lot better, especially because I was having a tough day today. So it's just kind of like, okay, just you, you reminded me of a lot of things. and. I mean, I, I don't think I have any questions, to be honest. I mean, just besides the fact that I'd like to know, you know, sometimes I go back and forth with like my music career. I feel like my music career is a vehicle to go somewhere, not necessarily bigger, but for my real mission in life. And I just, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to know, like in regards to my music career, like, what do you, what does she say? What do you think? Or I don't know. Yeah, honestly, my, my impression and energetically, I, I feel like your music career would be absolutely fine. My only concern, and again, I'm very direct of how it comes through energetically. I just like in a very interesting way is that you're holding yourself back. Like it's, it's in a very interesting way. It's kind of like yourself sabotaging yourself. You know what you can do, but I feel like it's fearful of like being successful and not that you're not now, but it's like, once I go to that place, it's going to be like, excuse my language, like, oh shit, I can't believe I'm here now. I think that's, what's the scary part about mm-hmm. it. And once that moment happens, you're going to be like, oh my God, I my my feeling though, I feel like like mid 2023, I feel like I want to go maybe in springtime where I see a major transition. So if that's like March, April, May, like in that time frame, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some major opportunities that present itself to you. 
I don't want you to look for them, Chickies. Let it happen organically because if we uh-huh. say, oh, AJ said this or my mom brought this up here, we're going to stick to that. We're going to hold on to it. Right. So I feel like there's a sense with her that she wants to make sure that she's very much with you and guiding you. There's also a reference that we do need to bring up here. And I'm going to give you a, a very interesting reference and I don't know how it's going to make sense or maybe somehow it's going to come to fruition. Do you remember when Michael Jackson did his, was it 50 tours or 51 tours he was supposed to do it? Then he transitioned on Probofall or something like that. So there's an interesting reference that we need to bring up here is that we need to highlight something coming into next year. So I don't know if you're planning to go on to 50 states, 50 tours type of thing that we need to look at. But there's something very major, like very grandiose that we're looking at. And there's a sense of like having like a very unique, like Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson feel, but in your own way, where we're kind of kind of have like, say, these amazing backgrounds, these amazing lights. Like, I just feel like there's a very high scale that I've seen this that I feel like that again, mom is going to pull some strings, but I feel like you're already there. Chiggies, honestly, like I'm not worried about your career. I feel like that it's already here vibrating. It's just up to you to kind of put your foot forward and take the opportunities. And again, I feel like mid next year, springtime will feel like, feels like the right time in my gut that you're going to start seeing that. And you're going to start saying like, okay, this is what they were talking about. This is what they're bringing up here. This is awesome. Like my mom would say, just don't bitch out, cheekies. Don't bitch out. (laughs) That's my mom would say. Because it's just like right when I'm like, when things are about to get like, boom, it's like when I'm like, I don't know, I want to shrink back. And it's like, she would always tell me that. Don't bitch out now. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Well, this is a great great example. So just remember that when that moment comes, listen to your mom's words and that will help you out to continue moving forward. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you, you coming on and being so open with us. And I'm so happy to be able to see you and hear you, you know, Likewise. I mean, <laughs> so I'm so happy. Do you want to share your socials with everyone? Yeah, absolutely. People can find me on Instagram at AJ underscore Barrera or TikTok AJ underscore Barrera, pretty much the same. And my Facebook is AJ Barrera. So you can find me on all my socials or just go to my website at ajbarrera.com for any upcoming events online, in person or private readings and all that good stuff there. But I want to thank you guys again so much for allowing me to do this for you, but also letting me be part of this podcast. It's a fun, beautiful experience. And I hope this helps you guys out or perhaps the family as well and other people that may have lost a loved one that was very close to them. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, you guys, you have his website, his social media. And before we go, you know that I always leave you guys with a motivational Monday quote. today is faith sees the invisible believes the unbelievable and receives the impossible you guys thank you so much for listening los amo los aprecio ya saben thank you for tuning in to chiquis and chill hasta pronto besos a todos (laughs) do you need advice on love relationships health y más I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 